Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Low Vibes to Love Vibes podcast. I am your host, Taylor, and I am a life and mindset coach. On this podcast, you can expect mindset, manifestation, and personal development tools and insights that you can apply to your life to create more love within yourself to feel healthier, happier, and high on life. Expect to walk away from these episodes feeling more aligned and connected with your highest self so that you can be on track to creating the life that you most dream of. My wish for you is to tap into the truth of who you are so that you can live your most authentic and abundant life while creating everything that you desire. I hope you are having the most amazing day ever and get ready to make it even better. Let's begin. Well, hello, hello, my darling love. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking a moment. Thank you for taking some time to do some personal development, do some mindset work, come and hang out with me on the podcast today. I'm super freaking grateful for you. So I woke up this morning on my couch. I'd fallen asleep on the couch last night with my cats cuddling. And when I woke up, I just had this like idea and I'm like, I need to record a podcast because the idea, it was just like, okay, this is one of the podcasts where I actually have notes for, so I'm excited. Most of these uh, solo casts that I do, it's just me talking, so I don't usually have a point of reference for my notes. However, this one has a point of reference, and this podcast episode is all about money mindset. So I hope you guys are excited. I'm excited because having a shift in my money mindset was one of the most powerful things that I could do. And it wasn't only in when I was still working a full-time job, but seriously for my business. Like when I went into a business for myself, being self-employed, being a life coach, having a money mindset shift was amazing. It was like, it was like a night and day difference and it's still expanding because I think that as we uncover limiting beliefs and such like that, we still get to deeper layers within ourselves. And it's not like it's an all of a sudden thing, but there can be an all of a sudden shift. And I've had a couple of those. So I want to share a few moments with you guys that I have, or a few tools and insights that I have shifted in my life that have really made a powerful difference. And even in my clients' lives too, because, you know, I've been studying the mindset that we have around money for a little over a year now and I remember like the first ever time that I had ever really thought about money differently was when I read that book You Are a Badass by Making Money by Jen Sincero and that one shifted a lot internally so if you haven't read that book yet I think I've suggested it on the podcast before but go read it read it again it is super freaking powerful because So often we don't really question our beliefs around money and we build these belief systems based on past experiences, what our parents think about money, what the world tells us about money, and then our own experiences, of course, because we are always moving through life based on our belief system. Like everything that we take action on, everything that we do is because what we believe about it. So you think of yourself like as a little child, right? That developmental stage zero to seven years old you are looking at your parents you're looking at the world you're looking at everybody around you and you're seeing what it is that they're thinking about money you're seeing what it is that they're thinking or acting or saying about money and even if it's not about money specifically but it's about like abundance and having and freedom and giving and all the things right so a lot of people like one of the most common belief systems that I hear when I'm talking about money mindset is the one that like 
rich people are greedy or having money makes you a bad person. And I really want to smash that right now because we got to take into consideration that money is just a tool. It doesn't make anybody anything. What it does is it makes you more of who you already are because it expands your current level of energy. So money is energy, right? It gives us the ability to do things that we want to do. It gives us the freedom to do things that we want to do. That's what we associate money with is freedom. But when I'm talking about money, I would really love for you to consider like what are some of the mindset or what are some of the thoughts that come up around money when I'm talking about it? Like, what was the first emotion that came up for you? Sorry, I'm just drinking my tea. What was the first emotion that came up for you when I brought up money? And, you know, based on a lot of the conversations that I have, a lot of it is like stress, right? A lot of it is stress. And that was my money relationship for a very long time and I didn't know why I thought I was just one of those people where I'm always going to be bad with money I'm never going to have enough money all the things like that a lot of my beliefs were like I'm not deserving to have money rich people are better than me um it's not safe to have money and when I spend money it's it or when I get money it goes away just as fast as it comes in so that was my belief system around money and I recognized that a lot of it came from how my parents were about money so my mom for example she is very like more on the conservative side about it right like she's she was actually an accountant assistant like she's very mindful about money she like does the spreadsheets and the budgeting and all that and for her, it was always like, if we don't have it, we can't do it. You know, no overspending, no going past what your current reality is. And a lot of the time, what I heard from her is, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And that was like a sentence that I heard a lot growing up, which, so for me, I associated money with limitations, right? Like that was the belief system that was instilled to me in a young age. You know, if we don't have it, we can't have it. And my dad on the flip side, he was more so like very free with his money. Like he was the type of guy or still is the type of guy who will over tip people. He's very like generous. He loves it. He just, he's relaxed around it. Right. And that was what I loved. Like my dad would give me money as a kid. Like he would give me money to go get candy from the grocery store or something like that. And what it did is it caused a lot of arguments between my parents because my mom wanted to save money. My dad wanted to spend money. They were on to two complete opposites of the spectrum. And so my young childhood mind looked at the way that my parents were with money and what I associated with was fighting. Negativity. Money equals negativity. Money equals fights. Money equals divorce. My parents got divorced and then my dad went to jail and my mom didn't have a job at that time. So everything after that point in my life, like after my dad went to jail, I went into the worst money mindset. Worst money mindset. And this lasted for probably about 10 years where I never had enough money. I couldn't pay for the things that I wanted to. I was always paranoid checking my groceries or checking out at the grocery store, all the things like this. And I didn't even have my own place to live in. I was still living at home, right? And for me, it was like the money went away as fast as it came in because I didn't associate it with safety. So that was kind of, that's kind of a summary of my money story. And then even after I moved away from home, I had a partner who was very like, very stable with money, very like 
mindful and then there there was me so I was like 19 years old at this time and I just really didn't care so when I would make money I would spend money and I was ir very irresponsible with it and because I had the same kind of mindset where oh if I if I have it it's unsafe I can't keep it it would cause a lot of fights with us so we had a lot of fights around money so that recreated the same circumstance the same scenario that my parents were in with money you know you want to be smart with your money I don't want to be smart with my money so we're gonna fight about it because we're on two different sides so I basically had recreated the exact same situation that I had gone through as a child and it wasn't until I started questioning my belief system around money that things started to shift and that book was really the catalyst for where I am now and I'm constantly unraveling because I find it so fascinating. Like you guys know how my my mod my thing that I love to talk about is beliefs because they like our beliefs drive our behavior and it fascinates me. Like why do we do the things that we do? Why do we think the things that we do? And a lot of it does come back to our emotional experiences as children, as young adults, but this also shows up in adulthood as well. So any experience that we have that creates an emotional charge, it is going to form a self-protection mechanism and a story around that thing. So even when I had like, I had been at this point where you know, my relationship had just ended and I was wanting to go on a deep self-discovery journey because I recognized so many patterns within myself that I was just really not in alignment with at my part with my partner at that time. So I had a lot of like self-work and self-healing to do. So I went inward and as I did that, like it was my first time ever like living on my own completely. Like I had an apartment before that, but it wasn't nearly as high in expenses, I didn't have a car payment, I didn't have a, like my own phone bills, all the things. So this was my first time being like solely responsible for myself and there was a lot of responsibility that came with that. And talking about Taylor before that, she wasn't entirely responsible with her money. She didn't think about, oh, you know, like I have to pay for this and this and this and this and this. So I remember like three months into moving into my apartment and I did not have enough money. I did not have enough money. I didn't have enough money to pay my rent or my car at that time. And and my credit card was maxed out, so I couldn't even couldn't even do that. And I was like in this place of like stress, extreme stress. I was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I going to pay for anything? Like I don't know what to do. But I remembered like this was the time that I was working with my coach and we were doing so much work around money mindset as well, like really questioning my beliefs. I was reading the books, I was listening to the podcast and I was like, okay, there has to be a way, there has to be a way I can do this because I need to do this. This is literally like, this is one of those situations where I have to figure it out. And I noticed like, this is just a side note here, but I'm one of those people who I can figure it out under pressure. Like you put me in a pressurized situation and I'm gonna figure shit out, I'm gonna get it done whatever it takes, I'm gonna make it work. And so this was one of those situations where, okay, so how am I gonna make this work? My full-time job that I was working at the time, the paycheck that I had gotten, it was not enough to even cover my car. So that was really interesting. So at this point in time, I had started my business and I was working as like an online fitness coach at the time. You know, that was really the catalyst to me getting into the life coaching as well. But I, you know, as I was working with my life coach slash business coach, I was like, okay, I need, I need to make money. I don't know what I'm going to do. So as we started to work on some stuff, 
I ended up selling some packages. I ended up like getting into this space of like, okay, if I did have the money, who would I be? How would I show up? What would I do? And then I started showing up in that energy and then I ended up attracting new clients into my business. And I'm like, what? This is crazy. This is crazy. So it was that subtle shift of me thinking of, okay, if I was there now, how would I show up? What would I do? I would be someone who pays her rent. I would be someone who, you know, attracts the clients in. So essentially what happened was I had enough to, well, I had more than enough after that. It was within a three-day time frame that I ended up um, being able to pay my rent, pay my car, and pay off my credit card. So I'm like, that is crazy. That is crazy. It really came down to me being resourceful because I'm like, I have to sell some things. I have to figure some stuff out. Like, what can I do in this process? And it was so magical because I really stepped myself up into figuring it out instead of giving up. So, so it was just like this beautiful, like fast and profound experience that I recognized that, wow, like I have a shift in my energy and that shifts the experience around me. But if I had gone into that space, that original space of, oh my God, how am I gonna make this work? I can't do this, I'm so stressed out, I'm worried, and then I'm just gonna give up, right? I would have been in a totally different situation and I would have had to you know, contact my landlords and tell them that I can't pay. And like, it would have been a totally different circumstance, but what it was, was my mindset. It was totally my mindset and I know that I have some people on here who are business owners and entrepreneurs and your coaches. And then I also have people who are working full-time jobs. So what I want you to hear here is we assume that there's only one stream of income, but that does not have to be true. You look at a lot of the people who are like, successful quote-unquote in this world and they have like I think it's a minimum of seven streams of income right and what we do is we limit our receiving capacity by focusing only on one source of income we think that this is the only way I can make money and then we don't allow for other opportunities to show up for us so the way that we think about our receiving capacity is what we're allowing ourselves to receive. So if you're looking at your bank account and you're thinking that that's all that is, or you're looking at your paycheck and you're thinking that's all that is, well, that's all that is. That's all that's going to happen. That's all that's going to be available for you. However, if you shift into this place of like, unlimited possibility, what is available to me, what can I allow myself to receive, you're going to open yourself up to things that you wouldn't have originally thought, right? I think about even before I did a lot of this work and I was still in this place of allowing and receiving and not limiting myself. So even when I was in my full-time job, I had like doubled my I had doubled my income from going into that place of believing and being in a higher vibration too. So within a three-year time span, I had like doubled what I made originally, my wage, whatever you want to call it. And it was from being in that space of like, okay, I want to allow myself to receive more. I'm not limiting myself. I'm not limiting my earning capacity. I'm not living, limiting my receiving capacity either. I do want to experience what it feels like to live a fuller, fulfilled life. And that's where we go into the law of attraction, right? And, you know, we think about it this way, like, like attracts like. The energy that you're emitting, the thoughts that you are thinking, you're going to attract that experience into your life. So if I'm thinking, I can't, I don't have enough, well, I'm going to be in that en energy of lack. And if I'm in the energy of lack, well, I'm not going to receive any abundance. 
However, on the flip side to that, if I'm in the energy of there's more than enough, money is energy, I'm always open to receiving and abundance is always available, well then I'm going to be in the energy of abundance and that is where we all naturally live. That is where like our soul is living, is in the energy of abundance. You know, you look at the emotional scale and love, abundance, like those are the highest frequencies on the energetic scale. So or the emotional scale, sorry. So that is where we're naturally lying. We're not supposed to be down in that low vibrational frequency of fear and lack because that blocks our receiving slash earning capacity, okay? So what I really want you guys to think about too is like there is the law of attraction side of things, but it's also like how you're thinking about it in a way. So you know, if we look at money as just energy, right? Like we give it so much power. We look at it like it's everything. You know, when I have the money, then I can do this. When I have the money, then I can do this. But what if you started to do the things now? Even like, obviously there's a lot of things that we're limited in right now, especially because of Corona. But what if you started feeling the way that you would feel with money now? Like think about yourself, think about the more abundant version of yourself. How would you feel? Like, what would the emotional energy be there? Because as I asked you earlier in the podcast, like, how do you feel about money? Pay attention to that because that's just an old story. And I'm going to give you guys an exercise to do at the end of the podcast. But really what it is, is like, if you were to be that version of you who did have the abundance, who did have the freedom, who was relaxed around money, like, how would you think about it? How would you talk about it? How would you allow yourself to receive it? And those are the shifts that we make because when we make those shifts, we literally shift our energetic frequency and that is what allows things to come to us. But if you're staying in the mindset of what is and what I'm allowed to receive, well, that's what's going to show up for you too because so often people will limit themselves from actually going into new levels of themselves by saying like, I can't. Like that sentence is the most like, I'm like, no, it's not true. I get so triggered, like so like energetically triggered when people say I can't because I'm like, no, you literally can. You totally can, but you're telling yourself that you can't. And it was one of those sentences where it goes back to my childhood where anytime that someone would tell me that I can't, I would be like so angry inside. I'm like, well, yes, I can. I can do whatever I want to do, you know? And it's like, well, I can. It's like that sentence. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right either way. So why not think that you can and see what happens in the process? Because, you know, we have to raise our upper limit. And I would highly recommend going and listening to that podcast if you haven't yet. Really what it is, is it comes back to what we're allowing ourselves to do, what we're allowing ourselves to expand into. And money is just an extension. It's just an energetic frequency of who you are, but we're giving it so much power. So I want you guys to think about it this way. Like look at money as if it was a person, okay? What would your sentences be around that person? Okay? And just think like, how do I think about money? What is my relationship to money? Because we are connected beings. We have relationships. All of our relationships that we experience are a reflection of ourselves. You also are in a relationship with money. So what is your relationship to money? How are you talking about money? How are you thinking about money? How are you feeling towards money? How are you acting around money? If that money was a person, do you think it would want to hang out with you and just be really, really honest with yourself, right? You know, are you allowing yourself to give it freedom? Are you allowing yourself to 
receive it? Or are you like hoarding it and being weird about it? Or are you having this like awkward janky energy around it where you're like, I can't handle you. Sorry, but no, right? It's that same thing. It's your energy towards it. So we feel those feelings towards it and that is what allows us to either receive or not receive it. So I find it super fascinating because we can expand that frequency, we can expand that energy just by shifting internally. It doesn't happen outside of you and that's where a lot of people get confused because you know, we did grow up in a world that was very like when then driven, like when you do this, then you get this then you get this reward. When you do this, then you get this reward. And that translates into our money belief system as well. And you think about think about like your childhood. If you were someone who, you know, you get you finish your dinner, then you get dessert. Or you do your chores and you get to go play. You finish school, you get to go to the next thing. You finish your job, then you get to relax. It's always that when then mindset. But that is where a lot of people get stuck in the law of attraction, right? Because they're thinking that when things change, then they get to change. But we have to reverse that. We have to change in order for things to change. We have to shift on an internal level for things to change outside of us. So that was actually one of the things that I went through with my clients. So she is she's a life coach and she has a business. She's worked with business coaches. She's literally had all of the strategies in place. And she came to me because she's like, Taylor, like I'm not making any money in my business and I'm super stressed out and I'm super worried and I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. And so what we realized is there were a lot of limiting beliefs and there were, there was this energy around money and her capacity to receive and also how she was thinking about her business at the same time. So after about like six weeks of us doing the inner work, she had her best month. Like she made more in one month than she had in the three months prior to that. And it was all just energy. And I loved it because I watched her story the other day on Instagram and it was like, okay, well, the only thing that has changed is I hired a coach and I shifted my belief system. That was it. And when she hired me, she did not know, she did not have the money. She didn't know how she was going to make it work, but she put it on a credit card and she made that money back. So that is that whole thing about like, you have to shift in order for things to shift. You have to change in order for things to change. Because if you're always waiting for the outside world to change, you're always going to be waiting. That's the thing. We have to change first. I can say that so many times because it really, I really want you guys to hear that. And this was the same thing. Like I'm, you guys know I'm all about the examples. I love giving real life examples because we can personally relate to them. And so in like, a, I think this was about eight months ago where I had been in like my worst state financially, I was so stressed out and it was because I was like embodying that lack mindset, right? Like my circumstances were not at all what I wanted them to be. I was super stressed out. I was anxious. I was worried. I was depressed and it was not a good vibe. So I started to, I ended up taking like a money course. I ended up reading more about the books. I ended up doing like a lot of energy shifting. And at this point in time, I think I've shared this story before, but it's one of the ones that I thought was really cool because I had at this point in time, like I had racked up like a $900 phone bill and I had, again, I was in this situation where I didn't have enough money to pay for it. And I'm like, well, damn, how am I going to make this work? So what ended up happening was I ended up doing this money mindset exercise that I'm going to give you guys too. And 
what ended up happening after that was I ended up getting like a credit card increase literally the next day and I was like that is magic like that is magic how does that happen I have not applied for a credit card increase nothing nothing shifted other than me and I'm like okay that is like the coolest thing ever so it made me super excited so essentially what the exercise was is like Asking yourself these questions, the questions that I really want you guys to go within and ask yourself, and I would recommend journaling on these and like doing the journaling exercise in a way of instead of just doing them in your head, like get it out onto paper because when we clear that space in our minds, we're making space for new things to come through. And when we visually see things, we can recognize them a lot more powerfully than if we're playing the role in our head. So some of the questions would be like, what do I believe about money? And why do I believe that about money? Where did this belief come from? Okay, and then what story have I been telling myself about my ability to receive? What story have I been telling myself about my ability to spend? What story have I been telling myself about my ability to give? And where else is this showing up in my life? Could be like business relationships all the things right it all is the same self-love okay and if I did not have this belief how would I show up differently and what am I afraid of and I think that last one's pretty deep so just go with whatever comes up really go into these without any kind of like filter without any expectations but just allow your subconscious mind to flow into it I would really recommend like if you have any meditations that you really like to do or even just some deep breathing before going in but really just like coming into that space of centeredness and allowing your smaller self to come in with all of the like fears and stories and things like that because I really want you to hear that you are not that story. That story does not have to be true and you don't have to continue to tell yourself that story. But when you shift it, you have to, like when we uncover a belief as well, we have to do the exact opposite of what that belief is to rewrite it, right? Like the first step is awareness, obviously. Yeah, like, oh my God, I have this limiting belief. What the heck? I'm so surprised, right? And that was like my situation. That's been my client's situation. That very well might be your situation too. But once you uncover it, you have to do something about it. We can't just like have the awareness and then not do anything. Then we have to take action from that awareness because once that we have the awareness, then we have the action and then we have the alignment, okay? So once you figure out what it is, what would the exact opposite thing be? Or what would you do if that wasn't true, right? Like, what would you do if that wasn't true? Then you're going to go and do that because that's going to shift that belief, okay? So we have to allow ourselves to go into that space of believing, believing. And I think, like, the quote that I want to leave you guys with is, you have to believe it until you see it. And, you know, I know there's a little bit of woo in here, but I know you guys love that, too. I've had some amazing conversations with my podcast listeners. Um, and really, really coming back to... Is this the truth? The truth is true for absolutely everyone living their purpose, everybody living in alignment, everybody living that highest self embodiment, okay? So if you're not living embodied with your highest self, there's going to be those limiting beliefs. There's going to be those limiting stories. There's going to be that fear 
right? And we're always working through it. Like I'm still unraveling stuff. I unraveled stuff the other day and it's like, it's life work and it's so beautiful. And as we move through it, we have more awareness and then we get closer to abundance and alignment as we shift. But if we never even do the stuff, we never do the work in the first place, we're always going to have those limitations on ourselves. So really, I want you guys to like, I really want to open you guys up to like going into that place of who would I be if I didn't have these fears? Who would I be if I didn't have these limitations? Who would I be if I didn't have these doubts? Okay. Who would I be if I didn't have my past? I think that's a huge thing. Like if you didn't have your past stories, who would you be? How would you show up? How would you embody a different version of you? And that's where we want to shift to because that is who you are here to be. I think there's so much like purity and beauty in who we would be if we tapped back into like our inner child and our highest self because that is the truth of who we are. It's just all the adult stuff and childhood stuff and the traumas and the emotions and everything in between that takes us away from that. And that's the stuff that I love to unravel because it helps you get closer to you. So anyhow, anyhow, <laughs> thank you, my friend. I really, really, really appreciate you listening. And if this episode was valuable, I would love to hear back from you what your biggest takeaway was. You can like direct message me on Instagram, or you can even tag me and share it with a friend too, because I think that as we're shifting as a collective, as we're shifting into more of an abundant state, we got to bring everybody with us. And I think as we start to shift, we really start to shift the world around us. Like even my client that I was talking about earlier, she's doing like money mindset training now too. And I think it's so beautiful because there's no difference between any one of us. It's just the way that we're thinking about it. So shift your thinking, you'll shift your life. And I want to thank you again for listening, for tuning in, for being here for yourself, for raising your vibration and stepping into a higher version of you. So thank you, my friend, and I will catch you on the next episode.